Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. We're about to be joined by Shannon Spake on the Discover Hotline. Shannon, I work from home. So my kids have been home with us now uh, since March. I mean, I ordinarily work from home anyway. My wife has been trying to teach our kids at home for a long time. And at least once every day, I think that she's going to lose her mind. We've got three of them, and she's trying to maneuver and keep all three working. You have twins how would you assess your performance as a teacher so far during the shutdown? I would say I get like a C. I, I think like average, right? I mean, that's that's not terrible because, I mean, I'm not a fourth grade teacher. Uh, it, it, you know, the first couple weeks, Clay, were really, really hard. I think once we got into like a rhythm, though, it did get a little easier. But I'll tell you, like their music class, like they've had to do classes in music, like that has just gone by the wayside. Like I have not exactly been the best in terms of that. And You're just something- playing 90s rap for them and you giving up on Beethoven? <laughs> We we just watched the last dance, and I say this is Onyx. This is a KRS. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, we're we're having a tutorial. I went and saw Onyx music. in concert around those years. So um, great. Yeah. Oh yeah. They. Uh, but but circling uh, back around. So you are. You just said off the air. You are working on states and capitals today. Um, and I, I know that we've been doing this too with like one of my, my, my kids, my, uh, I'm trying to remember third grader right now, right? Trying to remember what grade they had. And, uh, and what blew me away was the number of states that I now don't know capitals of at all. Right. So, yeah. uh, I'm going to have dub who is listening uh, to us right now and is able to do this research. Dub, will you text me five states? All right. 
the five toughest states, you're going to look at the Capitol, and at the end of this segment with Shannon, (laughs) I'm not going to research it either. You can't look it up either. But, Dub, what you think the five toughest are, and we're going to guess, and and we'll see how we do, the five toughest states, text it to me. At the end of this segment, Shannon and I will see if we can pass, (laughs) if we're smarter than a second, third, or fourth grader. Yeah. Uh, My biggest problem, though, Clay, is where they are on the map. Like, I, like, literally just thought that, like, uh, I don't know, Oklahoma was, like, in the West Coast. Like, I was like, oh, I would have gotten that one wrong. Well, I always say about the Northeast. Oh, yeah, the Northeast is a mess. I always think it's fun if you talk to uh, to like European people. You know, they come over here and visit, and they're thinking because they're from Europe, right? So that, you know, like Germany, you know, England, whatever, France, they're really not very big, right? Like mm-hmm. Texas is bigger than France geographically. Mm-hmm. And so they presume because you can drive from like Paris to Marseille or you can drive from London to Liverpool or get on a train or whatever. It's not that far, right? And so people who come from England, let's say, to come visit the United States the first time, they're like, well, we think we're going to go to Disney World. And then mm-hmm. from Disney World, we're going to go to New York City. And then we're also, <laughs> we want to make sure that we see Las Vegas and L.A. And they just have no <laughs> conception, right? They're like, we'll just get in the car uh-huh. and drive because you can drive around their entire country. And then you're like, oh, wait, like we're literally, literally be spending days to drive among these places. Like they just have no conception of the size of the country. Yeah, my husband and I got married in Ireland, and we yeah. flew into Dublin uh, to, t- to take a look at, like, places when we went scouting, like, locations. And it took us only three hours to drive across the entire area, yes. or the country of Ireland or whatever. Um, and so, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it's much, much, much more different. It's much different than it is. And listen, like, I've never actually, like, gotten in a car and taken a cross-country road trip. Have you ever either. done anything like that? No, I would love to do yeah. it. In fact, we talked last summer we were going to, I'd like to just get out to the true west, right? Right. Like we had a trip planned, but television got extended for lock it in. So I couldn't do it. But I'm thinking about trying to do it if, the, if things continue to get better uh, into because a lot of the actual West. I'm not talking about like California. I'm talking about like Wyoming and mm-hmm. Montana and that area. I've never mm-hmm. been to any of those states. And a lot of those areas have very low coronavirus rates of infection. Mm-hmm. And so the hotels are opening up and everything else. But we were going to fly into Denver And we were going to drive all the way from Denver over a two-week period. We were going to go to Denver to Spokane in Washington and travel that entire distance, just kind of slowly going every couple of days, finding a new place to go through Wyoming, through Montana, Yellowstone, all that stuff. And I want to do it. That's one of the things that's on my bucket list, just because I've never spent any significant time. I've been to Denver. I love it. I love the mountains in Colorado. But going north, basically, from Denver, like northwest, I would love to do it. Yeah, Mount Rushmore is something that I've always wanted to see, and I feel like there's a lot of people that don't actually get out there to see that. Uh, Yellowstone is obviously something I've wanted to see as well. But again, like we don't we don't do that, right? We, I mean, most people don't do that. They go to Italy or Ireland or to Spain or, or Australia. They don't actually like see our our area, which is really beautiful too. I mean, if you think about it, you go yeah. from California where there's mountains to like you know to upper northeast where it's just absolutely gorgeous in the summertime. Uh, yeah, there's so much to see. I would love to do that as well, but I, I might get a divorce. Actually, if we were stuck in a in any kind of uh, motor vehicle for an extended period of time, because I am not big on uh, on road trips, so give me an I airplane think, anytime. I think our, my wife and I would do better. I think that uh, at least one of our kids, and we know which one it is, <laughs> would drive us absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I have one of right. those too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I always say we have three kids and one of ours takes 90% of the time. I mean, it's, I have one that is just full throttle all the time. And yeah. then one is that is super chill and they're identical twins, you know, yes. like, and one will just wear you out and the other one will just chill. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I get it. No, it is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, all right. Dub has texted me the States. I'm not going to look at them though. Cause I don't want to have any extra time. I just saw, he said States at the top. Uh, <laughs> so we're just know that the test is coming here. Uh, but cool. one test that's coming, uh, is yeah. NASCAR is coming back. And we have talked with you for literally months about when NASCAR was going to be back. Darlington is happening. It is going to be on television. There is a lot of excitement. You are on race hub. You cover NASCAR. What can you tell us about the upcoming race this weekend? Well, I can tell you, I know that we all know that the eyes are going to be on us to see how, how this goes down, right? Uh, so NASCAR and Fox and everyone involved, I mean, I was on like a two-hour conference call this week. We've had emails sent out. They are not backing into this. This has been, I mean, every single step of this, um, of us kind of getting back into live events has been thought, thought about. They've, you know, CDC, OSHA, everything has been involved. Uh, it, it's really kind of, it, it's a couple of parts, right? So the first part is only essential it, people are going to be there. So no family members, um, no uh, media that outside of a couple of people, no PR people, no sponsors, no VIPs, nothing like that. It will be all essential. They've also limited the amount of teams, uh, members in the team. Cup teams can have 16 people each, and then the Xfinity and trucks can have 14. And then it's really three different parts. So first is medical screening. They'll be screened at the shop, Clay. They'll be screened when they get to the track, and, and I'm meaning like a temperature. They'll also be doing random. The second is social distancing. The drivers will literally take their personal cars. They will get in their motorhome, and they will go from their motorhome to their race cars. The only person that they will come in contact with is the person that puts up their window net, and that is it. If anyone gets uh, has a fever, they will be isolated. Anyone that they came in contact will be isolated for 14 days. So a lot of teams have standby drivers on um, on standby, uh, backup drivers on standby, uh, ready for a, a possibility of that to happen. And, and then they, have, of course, as I mentioned, the third pro, uh, part of that is if there is an emergent infection, how do they then handle that? Uh, you did see, you've mentioned a couple times the UFC. It, it's isolation, right? And, and they're they're really kind of isolating sections of people, people that go to the track, people that stay at the, the shop, people that work on the car, people that go over the wall. There's not going to be a whole lot of um, mingling uh, between these different groups. So if there is some sort of infection that comes about, those folks can be isolated. Uh, so yeah, they're going to stagger the entrance so people will not be coming into the, the, the track at the same time. Everyone's received a specific time when they can come in as to keep that social distancing. And masks. You're going to see masks everywhere um, on pit road. Our, our broadcasters, the, the folks calling the race, Mike Joy and Jeff Gordon, will be at the studio in Charlotte. We'll have one pit reporter that will be in Darlington this weekend. We are going to be doing a pre-race show. Um, it, I will be in studio. Uh, I will be uh, in studio alone, and then we'll have our analysts in a sep- uh, separate location. So, yeah, it's, it's something very serious. We know that everybody is watching how this happens because, truly, this is the first, besides, obviously, the UFC that's already kind of started, this is the first one to kind of get back into it. All right, there are a lot of stuff, uh, the precautions you just ran through. Yeah, and lots. that's a ton for you to have, like getting your hands around. Yeah. For you, I know there are a lot of other things that are more serious, right? I'm not trying to pretend that you have the most serious job on the planet, but there's truly not a precedent at all for NASCAR races to exist like this and for you to have a job like you do now. 
how much more time do you have to prep? Not for the actual race, but just for all the different permutations and possibilities that might arise, which truly there's no precedent for. Yeah, I I don't know. I think it's like learning the processes of what's actually going to take place. And I feel like we've talked about it so much. Like when I enter the building, and I don't know what it's like for the guys in Los Angeles, but there's going to be certain protocols that I have to then go through when I enter the building. I'll have to have a mask on when I go to the studio. Um, I'll have to social distance and only be in contact with certain people. Uh, And so I I don't know. I think it's all that's all kind of common sense. And I feel like we've all been kind of living with that for like the last eight to 10 weeks, right, is, is what we need to do to try to keep everyone safe and to, to not be exposed so that we go, then do not get sick or then spread it. Uh, as far as the race itself, I mean, it's, it's crazy, right? Because we know we're going to have a whole set of eyes on us that, that maybe necessarily don't always watch racing because people are going to be watching totally. to see how this is done. And so I think it's also kind of rewinding to the beginning of the season, Clay, like what's happened so far. Uh, Ryan Newman's going to be back in the car this weekend. And, and obviously most of the, most of the country, most race fans saw what happened to him in the Daytona 500. So he'll be back. And, and by the way, Clay, these, these drivers are going to have zero practice. They're not going to qualify nothing at all. They're going to get into their race cars and they're going to go. And as I mentioned last week, Darlington is a really tough racetrack. It's going to be 89 degrees. So these drivers have been out of their race cars for 10 weeks and they're going to have to get into these race cars and they're going to have to manhandle these cars at Darlington, one of the toughest racetracks. Someone mentioned maybe relief drivers, right? I mean, this has been a long time since we've had any relief drivers, but these guys are going to be whooped when they get out of the car and by the way, might be mad and so they're not going to be able to like approach a driver post-race if they do get into some confrontation on the racetrack because there's going to be fines. If anybody goes against any of these specific rules that we've set out to stay safe, there's going to be fines. Um, We're talking to Shannon Spade getting ready for the return of NASCAR this weekend. How important in your mind, Shannon, is the return of sports to helping to return a sense of normalcy to the country? Very. I think because if we do get it right and if we proceed in the right way and we are able to do this the right way, I think it does set the tone for everything else. Right. I know, Clay, I heard your show yesterday and I know that you are hot on this topic. Hot. And I think, yes, very, very. You are on the chip. Yeah. I I actually text Danny G and, and mentioned that. But I think that we could do this if we're smart about it. Right. I mean, like, let's just let's just listen to what everyone's saying, right? If you have to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you have to social distance, social distance. And, and when you watch the news and you see all these folks kind of like protesting and they're working out outside the workout facility because they want to get back to the gym, let's just be smart about it for a little while longer so that we don't get set back. That's kind of where I am right now. Like, yeah, we we this is this. This sucks, right? I mean, like, we're all hurting. There are a lot of people that are hurting. So let's do what we can to not have us go backwards. That's kind of how I feel about it right now. I'm fine with going forward. Let's just be smart about it. How awesome were the 1990s? Amazing. By the way, have we figured out who the guy with the curly blonde hair is in, in The Last Dance? Because yeah, they, they tracked him down. Right? He is, he's incredible, one of the security guards. Uh, yes. he, he unfortunately <laughs> died in January because otherwise wow. he would be a huge celebrity everywhere. Um, uh, but the, I, I, everything that I watch, I know that, that the, the Last Dance, the Michael Jordan Chicago Bulls documentary is wildly popular. Everybody's watching it. But also, it's just reminding me even more how awesome the 1990s were. And and I know everybody has like their favorite decade, whatever. Like it can partly be a function of what age you are. But I feel like the 90s in general 
were just so much fun. I feel like the 80s and the 90s really both. I was watching WrestleMania 3. They had it on FS1 on Wednesday night, and I was a part of their uh, their sort of Fox gathering. My wife went to WrestleMania 3 back in the day. But, you know, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Coco Beware, uh, the Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. If you were a kid like I was around that time, I feel like the 80s and the 90s, even for the movies, I've watched a lot of the movies with my kids as we've been quarantined, the Back to the Futures, Indiana Joneses, uh, the Goonies. There were so many incredible pop culture events, and I feel like the nation wasn't as perpetually outraged, which is why it feels so much more fun. Does that make sense? For sure. I mean, you watch, say, mention the Breakfast Club. Like, there's a scene where he's like under the table and like he's looking at Molly Ringwald. If you if you know what I'm talking about, yes. like like that could never happen nowadays. You know, which it I means it's right. I mean, you think about it, it's right. It shouldn't happen. But things like, I mean, things that happened in those in those movies, like you're just like, wow, right? I mean, that would that could never ever. Like I fly watched, nowadays. I watched, uh, we we watched Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. We've my family. that recently, too. Oh, yeah, because I'm trying to find things that I think my boys would like, and like, the, yeah. you know, so Jim Carrey, and they loved it, right? They were like, oh, this is a Jim Carrey so far, this all. But the Dolphins allowed their, uh, allowed their logo to be used in that movie, and there are so many off-color jokes. There's mm-hmm. so many things, like, you watch, and you're like, oh, that people would be offended by that. People would be, like, there's mm-hmm. no way an NFL team would be able to allow their logo. Dan Marino was one of the stars, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you go back and watch it, I watched it, uh, and, and I just thought to myself, oh, my God, the social justice warriors would lose their mind over an NFL team or any pro sports team being affiliated with a movie like this. Plus, I just think that there was a lot more innocence back then, Clay. I mean, think about it. Like, first of all, you you went away for summer break, and you didn't see your friends until you got back to school, yeah. right? I mean, maybe you'd get together, but you weren't texting or FaceTiming or doing – You have a, I had a beeper, I think, in the, in the 90s. And, well, and you were up to no good if you had a beeper in the 90s. Let me just say well, that. I mean, we've definitely – We know you were up to no good. Before. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So I had a beeper, and, you know, you'd do, like, beeper code or whatever. Uh, but that was about the extent of it. And, you know, it was just – a different time like you'd sit up at night and like call request songs to the quiet storm or wait for like you know like uh, someone to call you or something it, it was just a totally different time and as far as like the celebrities like you i remember i always think about the scene when like michael jackson would come out of the 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 ground or the stage and he would just stand there and everyone would scream and he would stand there for like 10 minutes and people would just scream. And that was because that was the one time they really got to see him, whether it be him or anybody else that was your stars. Same with, same with football stars. Like you went to like the the last dance is a perfect example. People went because they wanted to see Michael Jordan, right? They wanted to see him because they didn't get to see him on Instagram and on Twitter and on TMZ and on this. It, It was just a different time of real kind of, of like excitement for for different things because you weren't overloaded. I loved growing up in the '90s. I thought the music was great. I thought the innocence was all there. And, and you know, you look at the kids nowadays, and you realize they're not going to have that. Uh, all right, can you come back for the final segment of the hour? We will knock out the quiz on state capitals. Let's do it. This is Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, O, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield? wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. It's time for state capital trivia with Shannon Spake. Uh, man versus woman, man o mano. Can you still say mano a mano? I think that works. Yeah, even if you're mano a mano a woman doesn't sound the same. Doesn't have the same <laughs> ring. I think the only way this can work and be completely fair. I was thinking about it during the commercial break, uh, and I talked about this with Dub, and I think you've heard it too, Shannon. Dub has found five states that he's going to ask us about. I think he okay. needs to quiz both of us. But I think that we can't, like, I shouldn't be allowed to hear your answers or you hear my answers and allow you to steal or me to steal something that I wouldn't have otherwise known. So what you suggested is you want to go first. You want Dub, who I believe is there, and Dub was the one who found all these states, so he knows the answers, but he's going to allow you to answer for these five, and then Mm -hmm. I am going to, he's going to text me, when I can put my headset back on, I won't hear any of your discussion, and then I will be able to see how many of these states that I can get. And by the way, for people out there, no cheating. Car, no I'm cheating. not going to cheat. This was okay. motivated because you are teaching your kids right now. You said off the air right before you came on for your mm-hmm. segment, you guys are working on state capital. So frankly, you may have an advantage based on that alone. I have not done this recently. All right, Listen, so Dub, you, you you went to Vanderbilt, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's true, like, but there wasn't. Okay. But Vanderbilt did not have a state capital course, so it's been it, a very long matter. time. I didn't go to Vanderbilt, so you better know these. <laughs> uh, it's been. A, I have not studied the state capital since fourth grade. I I will or third grade or whatever year it was. I know that I am not going to be flawless here because my kids have been learning these, and in the car, I've been like. You know, like we'll be driving down and they'll study or whatever. I'll be like, man, I, I didn't remember that one. So, Dub, you have found the five states. I asked you earlier in this interview, find five difficult states. All right. I, you are, Dub, are you here? I'm here. I'm here. All I right. woke up this morning. I'm, I'm good to go. All right. Dub is here. Dub, you are going to quiz Shannon. I'm, I'm going to pull my headset off here in like 10 seconds. You're going to quiz Shannon the five. And then you're going to text me that I can come back on. So you are taking over the show, the state capital <laughs> challenge, me versus Shannon Spake. I'm taking my headset off. Dub, the show is yours. Wow. Is this the first time he's turned the show over to a guest, by the way? Uh, well, he, I actually, I won a bet with Clay last year in the SEC basketball tournament. I'm an Auburn graduate and he is a diehard Tennessee fan. And I made a bet on Twitter to Clay if Auburn beat Tennessee in the tournament, I got to run a segment for the show. So I did a, a nice yeah. little uh, Game of Thrones preview uh, segment last last year. So I have a little bit of experience here. Uh-huh. But uh, full disclosure, these five states, I don't think I would have gotten one. So these All are right. pretty tough. All right. Okay. The first state, the state of Kansas. Topeka. Okay. Uh, is next, that right? That is correct. Next up, we have the state of Missouri. Columbia. Okay, we'll, we'll move on. That uh, was all right. That was, that was not correct. Okay, it was Columbus, though, right? No, it was. It, it's not Columbus. Jefferson City. That's correct. Uh, <laughs> next state, we have the state of Washington. Uh, oh, shoot. <laughs> um, 
Uh, Spokane? Is it Spokane? That is yeah, incorrect. It, it is Olympia. Okay. Olympia, Olympia, Washington. Okay. Next right. we I'm have. Terrible. Next <laughs> I we have. Never have agreed to this. <laughs> this is a, this is a tough one. The next right. state is Montana. Helena. That is correct, actually. Yeah. And then finally, we'll end things with South Dakota. Oh my goodness! Um, and I know this. Uh, see, Pierre is North Dakota, I think. Um, can I can I phone a friend? Can I ask my fourth grader? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, hey guys, <laughs> what's the state of South Dakota? What? What's the state of? Oh, it's the capital of South Dakota. Oh, per, 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 Pierre. Pierre. That Pierre, is correct. South Dakota. All right, I'll okay, text Clay go. now. I phoned a friend. <laughs> I'll text Clay now, and we'll see, see how I'm, he I'm does. I'm doing a good job as a teacher, though, right? Because they knew it. <laughs> a plus for the teacher there, no doubt. All right, I just texted Clay. He should be back any moment here. Uh, but three out of five, I'm impressed because, like I said, to start things off, I don't think I would have gotten a single one. All right, okay. I'm back. I not only I left like I couldn't even remotely hear anything. So I I don't know anything about the conversation that has taken place. Uh, I don't know any information. Did you you know how she did? You already gave the results. I heard you say she got three out of five. That's right. She got three out of five. She did, however, have to phone a friend, aka but one didn't of her I get students. It right? You did I get it right. It right. Like, you did you got to I, ask I, one of your kids. Well, I just had to confirm it with one of my kids. Uh, I actually got it right, but I confirmed it. I, I did phone a friend. <laughs> all right. What did you expect, uh, by the way? Three out of five. What I, we should have said what the over-under was in your mind, because you said you think you picked the five hardest. Yeah, I, I said initially, I don't think I would even, I would maybe get one with my you know, lack of state capital knowledge myself. So I'm impressed with the three. I think I would have set the over-under at two and a half. So she All would right. have hit the, uh, hit the over there. All right, so here we go. Uh, I am. I've By got the to way, be Clay, three. this was a really good idea until you start to get them wrong and then realize that everyone's going to realize that you well, have no you, idea what's going on. You know on. what? I saw one of the White House press conferences. Dr. Burks, <laughs> who is clearly brilliant. She's one of the people who is leading the coronavirus task force. She didn't recognize Montana on the map. Like she had to ask. <laughs> so like she was live in the press conference and she's like, I'm so sorry. What is that state up there? <laughs> like, so, I mean, she's a genius and she didn't recognize Montana on the map. So uh, that it can happen to anybody. Yeah. Well, just wait. It might happen to you. <laughs> All right. For the honor of Vanderbilt and my law degree. Here we go. All right, Claire, we're going to start things off with the state of Kansas. I think, Okay. My first, so I'm going to tell you my thought process. My immediate thought was Wichita. I don't think it's Wichita because then I also thought, I think it's Topeka. I think Topeka, Kansas is the capital. That is correct. You're one for one so far. Uh, next up, we have Missouri. What it should, I can tell you two places that it should be, all right? It should be St. Louis, which I don't think it is. It should be um, uh, Kansas City, which I don't think it is. I think it's Jefferson City. All right, I'm impressed. That is correct. Two for two to start Boom. things off. I got that right after the second try, like after you told me that Columbia, Missouri wasn't right, right? Oh, yeah. Columbia is not a bad guess either. That's yeah. the third city that it would have made more sense on. And by the way, if you told me, if you gave me right now a map of, uh, of Missouri and said, put Jefferson <laughs> City in the right quarter of the state, right? Just gave me the map. I, I don't. I don't think I could get it in the right quarter. I'm not sure I could get it within like two. I have no idea where Jefferson City is. If and I gave the you the 
if I gave you a map of the United States, would you be able to tell me where yes. Missouri was? I know where Missouri is. I might not get Kansas right, although I know it's close to Missouri. Uh, but but Topeka, I legitimately have no idea where. I've never. I guess I've been to Kansas because I've driven across the river. I think there's a river there, but I've otherwise not spent much time in Kansas. <clears throat> All right, All up right. next, we got the state of Washington. See, I am just. I, I don't want to brag on myself. But oh I'm going to tie Shannon Spake right here. And you, then I'm going to have two brag, opportunities. Play. I don't want to, you know, Shannon, I'm not the kind of guy to brag or draw attention <laughs> to myself. All, no, no. <laughs> uh, never would even think to do such a thing. But the state of Washington is another confusing one because it should be Seattle, right? Like everybody out on the planet is like, oh, Seattle is the ca- capital of Washington. And it's not. It should 1 billion percent be Seattle. But I believe the answer for Washington is Olympia. That is correct. Three for three. I, I, I also am... don't know where Olympia is or even so, I don't know that I've ever even heard of Olympia other than for this test. So I said Helena, right? So where is that? What state is that? Helena in? is Montana, isn't it? Okay. Well, is that is the that capital right? of Montana? I think Helena is the capital of Montana. Is that on oh, the list? Is. That right. is correct. Yeah, that is yeah, number four. Right. So we'll go ahead so and I knew it... check oh. that one off as well. Oh, you just gave me that one. That what a big flaw. Well, that that's you your phone a friend. The, you but just you gave me it. the win. I would have I would have gotten it anyway. <laughs> but I but all still right. all right. Can I go five for like? Hate to brag, but going five for five yeah, here. I what percentage of our listeners do you think are going uh, to go five for five? Like one one percent. <laughs> all right. What's the I, don't, I have no idea. <laughs> All right, this Hopefully last less one. Than me, but yeah, hey, whatever, go ahead. <laughs> this last one to go five for five for Mr. Clay Travis is the state of South Dakota. I oh, I see. I don't. First of all, I know one is south of the other one, but South <laughs> Dakota and North Dakota. Like, I don't know why we have two Dakotas. This is one of the big flaws to me of the map. Whoever made the decision, we couldn't just have Dakota. Would it real? Would things be any different? And I know people have been getting blown up now by people in North and South Dakota because anytime like you're close to somebody else, you like to believe there's a huge difference. I always like to say like people in Mississippi, for instance, think there's a big difference between Ole Miss, like University of Mississippi and uh, Mississippi State. And everybody outside of Mississippi is just like everybody in Mississippi is a bunch of dumb rednecks. But hey, I was Mississippi, born in Mississippi. Well, you know I that? love I Mississippi. <laughs> I love Mississippi. But people in Mississippi are like, no, no, no. There's a big difference between Ole Miss and Mississippi State. When you live in an area, you see big differences between yourself that everybody who lives outside of that area is just like, oh, there's no difference. Like I'm saying, there's no difference between North and South Dakota and all the Dakota people are blowing me up. It seems to me there should just be a Dakota. Have you ever met someone from North Dakota? Like th- this is like I've actually asked this question before to people. Like I, I said, have you have you ever met a human being from North Dakota? Now, you, now you're probably going to get callers like in that say oh, I'm from certainly. North Dakota, but like I mean, we could just I've never actually met anyone from North Dakota. I've met people we, from South Dakota. We uh, you know, this is also going to be an embarrassment. I just did last week, or maybe it was two weeks ago, radio on one of our affiliates. And I can't remember whether it was in North or South Dakota that I went on. Same thing, right? Same thing. Just so I don't know. I don't think I've met anybody <laughs> from North or South Dakota. Carson Wentz is probably the most famous person in, on the planet, don't you think, from North True. or South Dakota? Uh, True. So, okay, so I have met someone from the Dakotas. 
I can't remember even which state you asked me about now. Is it North or South Dakota you wanted the capital? That would be South Dakota. <laughs> this is I, I honestly, I don't think I can get either. I don't think I can get either Dakota. Um, I'm going to say, is it Coeur d'Alene? Is that, that's Idaho. I don't, I don't even, I, I'm so Bismarck. I believe Bismarck is in North Dakota, but the correct answer is Pierre, South Dakota. Yeah, I have no idea on Pierre. I Pierre, South Dakota sounds like... Confirm with my children. They knew that one. So you I'm got Pierre? Teacher, Clay. Well, Pierre, knew, South Dakota it. sounds like the worst porn star name ever. <laughs> like, I would be like, okay, you got to see this guy, Pierre, South Dakota. He's got the best uh, best performance anywhere. It's like name of your last animal or your first yeah. pet in the street you grew up on. Yeah. Well, I've always said that the worst uh, use of a nickname ever was Magic Johnson. That's the greatest porn star name ever that never became a porn star. <laughs> Tell me that you wouldn't be like, that guy is a superstar. We- Instead, we wasted it on basketball. By the way, our conversation has gone from NASCAR to state capitals, fourth grade teaching, and now to porn stars. We basically yes, covered it go. all here on a Thursday. Uh, there you go. And NASCAR <laughs> is coming back. Uh, Shannon, you know, uh, it, it pains me to admit, but I'm a lot better at state capitals than you are. And I don't want to draw any attention to it, but I'll never I know. forget it and bring it up all the time. Although I, I know that you don't like that. I know you don't I like just, to brag on yourself, Clay. I get it. I get it. I just <laughs> lost every OutKick affiliate in North and South Dakota during the course of this segment as well. Uh, have fun this weekend. We'll be watching. Thank we'll be you. rooting for you. And we'll talk to you about it next week. Good luck with the kids Enjoy as well. Enjoy the beach. Do, Enjoy of the course. beach. Will do. I'll see you. That is Shannon Spake. I am Clay Travis a.k.a. state capital champion on OutKick. Don't want to draw attention to it. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Joel Klatt is going to join us now. Appreciate him getting up early. And you know things have turned upside down in the world when Joel and I, who usually disagree on everything in the world of athletics, are 100% simpatico uh, when it comes to responding to the virus and the importance of sports coming back and everything else. I'm going to get to that in a second. But yesterday on the program, Joel, I went off on the state of California, where you live, uh, and I said, this is insane to be making decisions in May about kids not being back on campus. And I looked at the actual CDC data. And the data point that I want to focus on, and I keep slamming this over the course of today's show, and because I think it's important to talk to people out there, you are more likely, if you are under the age of 24, to be struck by lightning than you are to die of the coronavirus. Again, Let me repeat this because I think it's an important data point. You are more likely, according to CDC data, as well as the data on being struck by lightning, to be struck by the lightning if you are under 24 years old than you are to die of the coronavirus. This, to me, is incredibly straightforward. It's a holy blank moment for many people out there hearing it for the first time. Yet we have colleges shutting down 
this is insanity to me. What am I missing, or has the world truly gone insane? Yeah, I listen. I I agree with most everything that that you just said. I what's I think what's frustrating as well is the timing of the decision, and it's something that I took um, uh, you know uh, issue with earlier this week on Twitter. I think it was Tuesday night when I tweeted out after kind of this 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 news was starting to roll out. There's really no reason to make decisions this early, and there's not. And trust me, I've been in constant contact with people within the intercollegiate athletic model, uh, which means that they're in contact with their presidents, like they are in lockstep right now. And it and it seems like <laughs> this is this is where it gets so stupid. It seems like. The only ones that are, are desperate for this path are the schools that are out on the West Coast, like like California in particular. Everybody else seems to have some semblance of, of uh, patience and, and reality to the fact that they understand the data, they understand the risks. And I think what most people would point to that were like critics of of what you just said about the, the lightning strike is, well, it's not just about that age group. We've also got professors and so on and so forth. And yes, yes, that's that's also true. But but I want you to, to think of the human cost and the education cost to that age group that we're talking about. And and I, I find it very um, frustrating that these decisions are being made at this point. We're not even to May 15th yet, and, and these decisions are being made uh, for something that's going to be taking place late into August and early September, in particular in California. Remember, there's a lot of these schools that don't even start classes until well into September. I just don't understand the timing of this. Everyone's like, well, they've got a plan and prepare for five months for something that they do every single fall. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And it, and it feels, unfortunately, political. It feels like they're trying to back their, their state's, state government decisions and, and horrific decisions about shutting down through August. Um, and it seems like a vicious cycle out here. And, and I live in the state, and I think they're making horrendous choices based on the data, like you just suggested. And by the way, I did the, the, the math a couple of weeks ago, and I know it's changed a little bit, but if you actually look at the CDC data of the age group 15 to 24, so specifically the kids that are going to be in college and on campus, more in particular, they are anywhere between 180 and 360 uh, times more likely to be murdered or die from suicide than to die from coronavirus by the CDC's own data. So, so I don't quite understand them talking about, well, we're, we're doing this out of an abundance of, of caution. Well, if that's the case, we should just close everything down forever. Because everything is more dangerous right now than the coronavirus, specifically for this sector of people that we're talking about, the college-age student. So my lightning strike quote was, uh, you know, data, was a holy S moment for a lot of people out there. But I want you to repeat what you just said about 15 to 24-year-olds, because that is like, oh my God, how... Because look, 15 to 24-year-olds are, we know a lot more likely to be victims, for instance, or to cause, to be fair, violent crime, right? Especially young men, 
you were a young guy once, I was a young guy once, we know how incredibly dumb uh, young people can be sometimes when it comes to violent acts. But what you just told us about that, can you say that data point again as opposed to the one I gave, which was, and I'm going to keep hammering it home, you are more likely, if you're under the age of 24, to be struck by lightning than you are to die of the coronavirus. Your stat again was what? Yeah, so based on, let me give all the parameters here. Based yep. on the the um, deaths from homicide and suicide in ages 15 to 24 from the year 2018, and if you if you put those up against total deaths in that age, age range due to COVID-19 uh, so far, you are around 180 to 360 times more likely to be murdered or commit suicide than you are to die from the coronavirus. I mean, that's extraordinary. I mean, an extraordinary point of data. We're talking with Joel Klatt, lead college football analyst for uh, Fox Sports. All right, let's dive into this a little bit more. Um, and, and, and in particular, the idea of returning to campus. You mentioned something that I think is important. And there are a lot of people probably out there listening to us right now. And they say, okay, well, college kids are not in danger. I think it's hard to argue at this point that college kids are in, in danger from the coronavirus. There's almost no statistical data to support it, right? In fact, there is no statistical data to support it. I, we just hit you with the data, all right? So then people would take the next step and they would say, okay, well, there are people who are professors who teach on a college campus and there are workers who are older that might be in danger. And here's what I would say. I don't know what you think about this, Joel. If you are that concerned then universities, out of an abundance of caution, could say, if you are 65 or older, by looking at the data, that's when really the the risk starts to increase substantially, right? If you are 65 and older, we are going to pay you, you know, if you're still an employee, which most people, let's be honest, are not. But if you're still on the payroll, we will pay you to work remotely. But if you are six, if you are under 65... We're just going to ask you to socially distance and make smart decisions about exposing yourself. Maybe you don't have office hours, right? You don't have kids come by and talk directly to you in person. You have office hours on uh, you know, a computer, right? Like you have FaceTime office hours or Zoom office hours or whatever it is. But you can still show up and teach because, and you remember this, Joel, if you're sitting in a classroom, usually the teacher is six feet distant from all the students, right? It's not as if the teacher is right on top of everybody. The teacher can teach at the front of the classroom. We'll ask students not to approach, not to shake hands with older teachers, and we'll try to limit things that way. That seems like a much better solution than we're going to shut down everything. Yeah, um, I, I completely agree with that. I think that there's modifications that can be made. I don't think either of us would be arguing or, or quite frankly, anybody that argues uh, these type of arguments is arguing that we should just go back, period, um, you know, with no modifications. I think modifications are are reasonable. I think that they can and will make uh, the environment safer for those that are most vulnerable. Um, but I would just point to, to Florida as really the model of, it seems like to me, at least based on the data, a state that looked at the sector of people that were most vulnerable, in particular in a state where a lot of people go to retire, 
Yep. And they tried to protect those people. And, and by doing that, they kept the entirety uh, of the, of the you know, mortality rate down. And I think everybody should look at that and, and see what a reasoned, data-driven, scientific argument or, or scientific uh, strategy looks like. I think that's the thing that's most frustrating is that you get a lot of these people that are like, hey, science is going to lead the way, data is going to lead the way, and then it is absolutely abundantly clear that that's not what's happening. Because if it was, then we would be protecting the people that that this is dangerous for and and trying to get the other sectors of people back online so that we can um, avoid the massive amount of human cost uh, from drug abuse, depression, potentially suicide, so on and so forth, economic destruction, that we can try to avoid as much of that as possible, as well as as much avoid as much of the, the death toll from the virus that we possibly can. There's no doubt about that. And by the way, I'm in Florida and have been for a couple of weeks. And this data point, I don't think is getting enough attention. You've talked about the way to protect people in nursing homes. Many states out there, over 50% of the deaths are literally from nursing homes. Not not like people who are nursing home aged. I mean people who are physically located in nursing homes. And 40%, at least according to the most recent data that I have seen, 40% of all deaths in the United States are from people who are in nursing homes. So the, the, the difference between everybody having a one-size-fits-all policy and adjusting the policy so that it fits the situation is what really good governance should all be about because we can get the economy back working and also protect the most vulnerable. We can walk and chew gum at the same time. We can do more than one thing at a time as well. Joel, can you come back with us for another segment here? Because I want to dive into the questions. Appreciate you getting up early with us, but I want to dive into the question about college football in particular and what you're hearing yeah. and what I'm hearing and what we're seeing there. All right, Joel's going to come back with us in a sec. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Got Joel Klatt with me. He hung around with me. Thanks for hanging out uh, with us. We're talking about the return of sports and some of the decisions that, frankly, we're not seeing that, that, that are not making a lot of sense. Joel, I try not to get direct politics involved here. So I'm just kind of curious on this from your end. Do you hear a lot of people in California, regardless of what their political background might be in the part of California that you're living in, just saying, man, what in the world are we doing here? We need to have colleges open. We need the beaches to be open. What sort of, I know it's anecdotal, but what are you hearing yeah. in your day-to-day life as a Californian? Well, I, I live in, in Newport Beach, which is in Orange County. And historically, it has been one of the more conservative coastal counties, right? So there's a lot of rural areas in California that have always been, quote-unquote, red. Yeah. And then very few of the coastal counties that have been red 
you know, Orange County historically has been one of them, although in the midterm elections, it didn't work out that way. But I, I can tell you what's what's fascinating is living in this state and, and knowing what the perception of this state is and seeing the policy from the crazy, you know, people in, in Los Angeles and up in, in the Sacramento area and the Bay Area. I, I think what's what's interesting is that I don't hear any of that, right? Like where I live, you know, Newport Beach, the sheriff, the mayor, they have fought the governor tooth and nail about the beach ordinance. Uh, uh, there are people that are opening their businesses in defiance of the governor. So I live in an area where there's more frustration with what they feel like is a draconian effect uh, of these shutdowns um, on kind of the population. And so <laughs> it's, I live in California. It doesn't feel like I live in California. Yeah. And so and a big part of this, obviously, you know, we got a ton of people who are up early in California listening like you are. There's a lot of USC fans out there. There's a lot of UCLA fans, mm-hmm. Cal fans. When they hear that the state, uh, the Cal State, which is a little bit of a confusing thing to a lot of people, there's the UC schools, the University of California schools, the UCLA's, the University of California, California Berkeley, they're private schools like SC and Stanford. Uh, but when you look at that, there are four big Pac-12 schools. And right now, so far, uh, you've got Fresno State impacted, San Jose State, uh, those type of uh, San Diego State, those type of schools. We don't really know how all that's going to shake out. But a lot of people out there are like, man, I just want to see college football be played. What are you hearing on the Pac-12 front as it pertains to those larger schools? Yeah, okay. So this is... <clears throat> Let me unpack a lot of this, okay? Yeah. So the state schools are more commuter schools than they are out-of-state tuition schools. Does right. that make sense? So like makes a higher sense. percentage of, of, of their student body is going to be more local students anyways. You know, Cal State, Fullerton, San Diego State, San Jose State, uh, Fresno State, blah, blah, blah. Um, now, they get some out-of-state, but that's not where their bread and butter is, okay? That's why, frankly, they're a little bit smaller. The UC system, however, you know, University of California, Berkeley, University of California, Los Angeles, which is UCLA, uh, UC Irvine, so on and so forth, that system has a much higher, I mean much higher, um, percentage of out-of-state students. Anytime you get a university or a university system, that has a high percentage, in particular above 50% of their student population that's from out of state, they desperately need those students on campus because of the higher tuition that those students pay that university system. That's why you see major universities all over the country making flag, you know, kind of flag in the ground uh, stances of we're going to have students on campus. They need out of state tuition, period, or else those university systems are going to crumble. So. I've heard a lot of speculation that the UC system is definitely going to follow suit with the state system. And and I don't think that that's quite the truth, right? I think that there's going to be a lot of different nuance because the, the, the fact remains that the UC system will fail if they're not on campus this fall. Okay, so that's from a campus standpoint. Now when you take a look from the from the football standpoint, football is going to have to be in second position to campuses opening up. And, and I think that we all understand that. Having said that, there are so many schools and presidents that have said they're going to have school um, campus uh, open in the fall and students on campus that I think what you're, you're starting to see and what I'm starting to hear is behind closed doors, 
When I ask people that are very influential, that make decisions on campuses, on football, both at the conference level, at the university level, throughout the sport, the percentage that I get from people is between 98 and 100% that we're going to have football. We will have a season of some sort. I am fully convinced of that. Do not let others tell you that that's not the case because it is the case. Now, does that mean every school is going to compete and compete for a full schedule? No, that doesn't. I think that it's going to be a little bit different than that, to be quite honest with you. And I don't know exactly what it's going to look like. Uh, but I will tell you that, that we will have a football season. I think that the Pac-12 is in a much more precarious situation than, let's say, the SEC. The SEC is going to play. Just get ready, like mark it down. They're going to play. And I do think that they're going to have fans to some capacity. I don't think full capacity, but to some capacity. In the Pac-12, you've got a little bit of a different scenario where the conference office right now is trying to get some sort of consensus so that they can, quote, unquote, move ahead together and take steps together. The problem is, is that the athletic departments, and in particular the ADs in the conference, one, don't trust the conference office enough and understand that Larry Scott doesn't have the political equity um, or capital, more, more in particular, to make a decision like that to unilaterally maybe force one school to not play just because one others can't. So what you're going to see right now is that the ADs in the Pac-12 have already circulated behind Larry's back or the, or the conference office's back that, hey, if we can't play, please like, go ahead and, and, and make sure that you take care of your own, if you will. So ADs right now are working on contingency plans in the, in the Pac-12, regardless of who can play and who can't play, to try to salvage some sort of a season um, for themselves. Here's another uh, little Pac-12 issue that you might see, is that I could see a scenario, and it has been talked about at length, where states where you can have football games will host home games for the schools that, quote-unquote, can't have football games. Oh, wow. So there is a scenario where USC doesn't have a home game in Los Angeles, but goes and plays out in Arizona all year. That's an absolutely a scenario uh, that I think could and maybe will play out to some extent. Here's another issue that I think should be brought up and should be given more attention is that, and I've, I've argued for this on Twitter, and this has been backed up not only from student athletes that I talk about, but uh, talk to, but also from coaches and athletic directors. They're chomping at the bit to get these students back to, to campus not only because, yeah, that would be great to have football, but more importantly, they can care for these student athletes to a much better degree than what the student athletes are being cared for back at home. A lot of these student athletes, a high percentage of them, come from rough areas. And the, the fact remains is that if you just start ticking down the list of all the things that, that the university and the athletic department can provide these student athletes once they're back on campus from nutrition to training to doctors uh, to um, medical help to um, uh, the structure that is provided, everything, the mental health aspect, you go down the list and everything that they do on campus enriches the lives of these student athletes. They can keep them somewhat sequestered and or quarantine to try to keep them safe. They will be tested to a much greater degree than they're being tested now. Um, I don't think that there's any argument that you can make that the students are better off at home than they are on campus. And so those are kind of all the issues that I've been talking about with, with a lot of these people. Why do you think, and do you agree with me that this is occurring, 
So many people who work in sports media seem to be cheering for negative stories, the doom and gloom, the season not occurring side of things, as opposed to pushing for it to happen. It would be purely speculative for me to to say what their motivation is. I, I do know that... You, know, you a, agree a with me that people, there's a lot of negativity oh, out there, that you yeah, and I are the yeah. rarity in media who are like, hey, they're going to play. We need to have make it happen. I absolutely agree with that. Um, and and I think, you know, and I've actually had private conversations with a lot of these individuals and just asked them kind of like, hey, you know, like, fill me in on, on your perspective. Because rather than being accusatory, I just wanted to ask, like, you know, tell me, am I missing something, right? Um, yeah. And, and what it boils down to is, uh, I think, two or three things. One is a lot of them live in, in these areas that, that you would deem as kind of like lockdown central areas. Yeah. Okay? So, like, it's, it's their environment that encourages that behavior. So that's, that's number one. Number two is um, it has become, in particular in social media circles, um, the the new way to appease the quote unquote mob, yeah, is is to you know act and virtue signal as if you care more about quote unquote life than others, um, and to you know espouse that you are um, more virtuous, I, and I think I think that has a lot to do with it as well, and you know to be. Quite honest with you, I think that when you when you look at a lot of these reporters, <laughs> this, and this is the most speculative, I, I think that they want to appease their big brothers in the media. Yeah. Um, and they want to, because I think a lot of them deep down want to be quote-unquote journalists. And... Maybe they're trying to appease the, that sector of people out there and get the blue check marks to cheer them on. I'm not, I'm not totally sure, but those are, you know, shots in the dark at, at maybe some reasons. Joel, fantastic stuff as always. Appreciate the time this morning. You follow Joel on Twitter at Joel Clatt. Up next, Dr. David Chow. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying, flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!